Hey, WinBig family, welcome back to the She Wins Big podcast, where we give you the tools and the tips to help you win big in life. Change your mindset, change how you think about things, motivate and inspire you to elevate yourself to the very next level in life. I do know people who desire more, need more, and who want more out of life. Would that be you? Follow us on Instagram at She Wins Big and subscribe to wherever you consume podcasts. Oh, leave a review and smack that five-star rating. Let's go. Impactful experiences, incredible motivation, and insightful community and connectedness. Find the beauty experience on Facebook. It's a Facebook group, not just about skincare and makeup, but we talk more about food, music, funny memes, passion projects, fashion tips and tricks, wedding planning, family, marriages, faith, exclusive savings on skincare products, work from home shenanigans, personal development, and so much more. Can't wait to see you there. I am your host, Navina Latoya. Welcome back, Win Big Family, to another episode. I am so excited that you are listening today, and I think we have a good one. <laughs> I am here with my co-host, Quandra. Hey, girl, what's up? <laughs> hey, not much. How are you? I'm doing good. We are back for another episode of what I call Questions and Conversations. We impact, inspire, and encourage women to win big in life. And today we're going to talk about boundaries, requests, and compromise. Okay. 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 So if you listened to the last episode, you actually time out. If you haven't listened to the last episode, pause this, go back to the last episode and right towards the end there, we got into boundaries and I was letting Quandra know that one of my friends kind of brought up this point. She was like, well, your boundary isn't in a boundary, it's a request until you hold somebody accountable to that request, then it becomes a boundary. And so Condra and I just decided to talk a little bit more about boundaries, what is a request, and then also we're going to talk a little bit about compromise. Um, so um, I did my little research, uh, I went to Uncle Google, okay? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's legit research, but... <laughs> I thought I would just give us some really quick, easy definitions, and then we would just like dive in from there, right? Just kind of give us some kind of foundation to the conversation that we're having. So, um, okay. So doctor, uh, doctor, uncle, cousin, whatever Google, Google says a boundary is um, a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line. Um a limit of a subject or spheres of activity. So for example, a community without class or, or polit political boundaries. I don't even know. Uh, the Eastern boundary of wilderness. I don't even know. Google, what are you talking about? Um, with some similar words could be border, frontier, borderline, um, dividing line, division, all of that, right? When we talk about requests, and we'll go back, I'm just going to run through them really quick. But when we talk about requests, it's an act of asking politely or formally for something. A request for information is what it's saying. Politely or formally asking. Um, he received the information he had requested. Okay, let's let's figure out what the definition of compromise is. Um, an agreement or a settlement 
of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. An ability to listen to two sides in a dispute and despise a compromise acceptable, or, uh, devise a compromise acceptable to both. I don't even know what that means. Okay, <laughs> settle or dispute by mutual concession, accept standards that are lower than desirable. Mm. Whoa, that last one, accept standards that are lower than desirable. I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> That last one, wait a minute. Let's just let's just start off with compromise. Accept standards that are lower than desirable. What do you think, Quanta? Mm. Well, when you put it that way, it makes you less willing to compromise. That was the first thing in my head. Like, but I do, I get it in the sense of like, okay, if my standard is that, you know, is one thing and yours is another, you know, clearly to compromise me you have to meet somewhere in the middle right which could mean you have to lower your standard to meet the other person right I guess yeah but yeah yeah I mean of course when I think of compromise I mean I feel like compromising with um I guess my husband right because mm-hmm. that's <laughs> I said I guess y'all she don't like to compromise child where your husband at let me talk to him <laughs> because he would probably be like yeah she'll compromise but like I mean okay let's let's focus okay but compromise to me like in a relationship with my husband I feel like because that's where I'm willing to do it the most right because that's the relationship I have to keep you know or at least to me I have to keep it's a priority to me to keep so I'm more willing to compromise but like say in a relationship with the associate I may be less willing to compromise because I may they I may not find it you know uh valuable or beneficial to lower my standards for an associate versus for my husband you know what I'm saying the payout good enough for me to compromise so so I get it but that the the verbiage I guess can make it seem like really like Ooh, I don't want to lower my standards for anyone, you know, especially in this day and age, like lowering your standards is like the next level settling. And, you know, the social media gurus don't want you to settle for anything. (laughs) But um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? The way they worded it, it's kind of strong, but I get what they're saying. So I'm going to tell you, I listened to and girl, they ain't paying me. So y'all reach out and pay me if y'all, I mean, I'm giving y'all free advertisement, but I listened to the, um, um, no for sure podcast with B Simone and Megan Ashley. And on one of their episodes, they talked about, um, compromise and, uh, sacrifice. And I think Megan Ashley was saying that she is, I could be getting this backwards, but she was, she was not willing to compromise, but she was willing to sacrifice, I think, because she felt like compromising means to settle, to accept standards that are lower than what she desire, what are desirable, but to sacrifice, and this is what she's saying, so y'all don't be looking at me crazy, but to sacrifice is to, I'm sacrificing whatever that thing is for the greater good, like to benefit the overall picture, the the end goal. That's that what I'm sense? assuming. That's not the same thing. But it's like I'm not gonna sa- I'm not gonna compromise my dreams 
to, um, because you decide that you want to do something else, but I'm willing to sacrifice so that we can win. I'm willing to, because if I'm compromising and giving in to what you want, it's almost like I lost, you won. And, and, but if I sacrifice it, if I, uh, okay, I'm, I am sacrificing like my job, I'm staying home, but it allows my husband to like make more money and me not to put the baby in daycare. I mean, it's not my situation because the baby I work, honey. Uh, but um, So that's what she was, that's what I was getting, my perspective of understanding what she was saying. And so just thinking about that, when Google tells me that compromise is accept standards that are less desirable, I was like, oh, wow. I think some people are thinking like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not willing to compromise, but I'm willing to sacrifice. And I, I don't know how she pulled that together, but I was like, that is interesting. And that's a very unique perspective because I am all about compromising. I am all about compromising, but I never thought about sacrifice being the, being the other end of that. I don't know. It's, I don't, it doesn't seem like it's like it sits on the same spectrum to me, but it could be just our world views are different, but because if she's not willing to compromise on her career, but she's willing to sacrifice and stay home with the career, did you not do the same thing? You know, like, I think of like, what, I don't know, but, (laughs) but with the compromise, I mean, both parties have to come to an agreeable, that was the definition, right? Like that both parties have to come to an agreeable, you know, mm-hmm. solution. So to me, I think about compromise being like, say, you know, say my husband is like, okay, like we got this money in, you know, in our in our savings account. Let's, I know you wanted to put it all on, like throwing it on, you know, buying a house. Can mm-hmm. we compromise and, you know, come up with a plan that's going to, you know, allow us to use the money in a more broad way? I would hear his plan and to compromise, I was like, okay, maybe not 50% we go to the house and 50% we go to the business, maybe 75 and 25. How do you feel about that? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe six, you know, 60, 40. Okay. I can, I'm comfortable with that. That's a compromise for me. Like you're working together, you're going back and forth. So both parties can feel comfortable and safe with the decision that you're making. A sacrifice to me is is something that we do all the time. Like as women, we're constantly sacrificing our voices. We're constantly sacrificing the time that we put into ourselves, you know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, I need to do this for the family. So I may not be able to go get the 700 install of micro links that I want really bad. Okay. I want something so bad, but there's $700. Does that fit the goals of my family? No, not at this time. They don't. So I'm going to sacrifice my wants and desires of having something so, you know, superficial, of course, but I'm going to sacrifice that need, that desire and that want so I can focus on the goals of my family, the financial goals of my family. So to me, they don't compromise and sacrifice don't sit on the Mm -hmm. same spectrum, but maybe they could in a different scenario, maybe, but... Do you find that you have, um, in any of your relationships, you have um, uh, more compromises than boundaries? Mm. Do you find that you, yeah, compromise more than you set boundaries for yourself and others? 
a good question. I don't know. The first thought in my head is that I feel like I'm pretty balanced, but um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel pretty balanced as far as like, but the other thing is, I mean, I was going to get to it when we discuss like breakdown boundaries. No, you're but fine. Yeah, no. I think about boundaries, uh, not a lot different than other people, but in a way that I hope most people learn to like broaden their views on what boundaries is because I think boundaries can be used in such this cliche way of like girl you don't like not allowing people to like get into your space right like but to me like boundaries is like these little things that you are not willing to settle for you're not willing to sacrifice so to me they're like I don't know they're more they're more sacred to me than like these mm -hmm all these little things, but they're like the, my core things that are protected, like, like my relationship, you know, I don't get deep and, you know, tell people about like real intimate stuff about my relationship. Yeah. Because my relationship is sacred and I'm not willing to hear your feedback about my husband. That's my boundary. Period. <laughs> that's okay. So I know already. Okay. <laughs> okay. So to me, if I'm willing to accept your feedback I'm I'm just I may not be willing to like engage in telling you like intimate details you know but as mm -hmm. I'm not also that's not something I'm willing to compromise about so I don't know I'm and but like I said too like I'm I feel like I compromise more in my relationship with my husband than I do with like friends or I, you know do with my family mm -hmm. so but I also believe that I have more boundaries with, with my family than I do, you know, with friends as well. But I don't know. I hope to think that I'm balanced, but, but who knows? I'm gonna have to think about that one a little bit more because that's a good question. So um, I feel like I compromise a whole lot, right? And I have, I have boundaries, but there are very few and I feel like um I feel like when I have to set a boundary I'm I'm at a point where when I have to set my boundary mm -hmm. make this request and then hold people accountable to it the request so that it's I'm set I'm then at that point setting a boundary mm -hmm. um I feel like um how can I say this I feel very um not confident in that boundary in this moment like not confident in that boundary but because um I've grown a little bit I have to I know that I have to uh protect me protect like my future me who I am right because things that I'm doing right now it's going to determine where I am or how I feel and what I think in the future like for me like what how I am doing like all that if I'm eating right exercising my mental capacity high low whatever that may look like emotional state my um everything that I'm doing right now is what I'm growing into be in the future and so if I have boundaries right now I have to stick to them and and I have to set boundaries and stick to them because um my future is going to be way better it's going to be way better for me I may not I may not one may not clearly understand what you're doing now is going to work right you're exercising you're working out you're eating good in 90 days you're going to be bombed girl you're going to be snatched right you may not see that in that moment and so mm -hmm. I'm in a position where I'm like dang I gotta hold people accountable to my boundaries this is crazy but who I am is I'm the person who likes to compromise I'm the person who uh, that's fine no we'll just just let me know what we're doing that's fine but when I have a boundary I'm like oh yep 
Yeah, right there, right, right there. I've had to set boundaries with my family and that's really tough because I'm the compromising person. I'm like, you know, everybody calm down. Like we can do whatever, like, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. I'm not the person who's like, nope, I said no, uh-uh. So when moments come up and I'm like, I have to tell pe- people in my family, like, I apologize, but as of right now, I am unable to accept any of that language from you. Like literally having to say that, that sounds so crazy because I've been ready to pop off like extra, but I've had been having to clearly state my boundaries and say, listen, you cannot call and talk to me like that. Listen, we cannot have this conversation. You need to talk to her because I'm not going to have this conversation with you. I don't intend to have any of those conversations like that. So if you're calling me about something, it don't need to be about that. I mean, setting that boundary, like request, making this request. And then when you call again and we, you know, whatever, like I'm setting that boundary. So I'm in a position where I'm like, dang, I love people so much. I'm so nice and genuine and da 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 da. But it comes to a point where I have to protect me. I have to protect my future me because the next time, you know, three months from now, when they come to me with that same thing, they're not going to come to me like that. They're going to come to me in a certain way because I've set a boundary for myself. So I'm in a position where I'm I'm sitting back in my chair like, hey, I got to set this boundary. I got to, you know, you know what I mean? And like actually put that in place so I can protect me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do feel like I have very, uh, I do have very strict like to the point boundaries. Um, and I compromise a whole lot, like with all, all of my relationships, all of my relationships, I can work out friendship stuff. I can work out relationship, you know, family stuff, but that boundary though, I am more clear on my boundaries now than I had been, um, which is great. I love this for me, but (laughs) um, but yeah, I do a whole bunch of compromising. So it's, it's almost like an 80, 20 for me. Like there's no, I don't feel like a balance would be 50, 50, right? Mm-hmm. It's in my balance, quote unquote, is an 80, 20 in that regards. And so when we talk about this request, let's talk about the request. Let's talk about the request. This is really important because I have been making a lot of requests, right? We're going to just use the example that I, my friend, she was like, oh, it's a request, not a boundary yet because you're holding my accountable to it, right? Let's just talk about requests because I feel like a lot of women are making requests and not sticking to their, not holding people accountable for their boundary, right? This request, like I'm making a request and I'm then I'm letting people stump all over it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, I don't know if you remember something, I could be quoting this wrong, but Mike Tyson, he'll say, long story short, it's all fun and games until you get punched in the face, right? So have you ever been in positions where people had to make you hold you accountable for your boundaries? Yeah. How's that for you? How, how <laughs> has that transpired? Like where you are now and where, where were you before? Like, are you, have you matured in that aspect or have you always been like that? What are your thoughts? Um, let's see. I would say I have grown in the sense of like understanding like what needs a boundary and what doesn't need a boundary, what just needs to be cut out. Because things that need to be cut out don't necessarily need a boundary. They just need to go, you know? And I don't necessarily feel now, I don't feel like I need to put boundaries around things that I just don't want to deal with. To me, that doesn't require a boundary. Um, So things that I value, like, my marriage, my family, you know, my energy, my time, like my space, like our core values for me. So those require boundaries and, you know, certain aspects about those things require boundaries. So in in the midst of like 
growing and maturing, of course, I feel like I did have poor boundaries with like my family because my family and I like, we're just so like, we're just really close. Like we depend on each other a lot, you know? So sometimes in doing so, when you only feel like you have your family to depend on, sometimes you can become enmeshed and some, and enmeshment just means like, you cross that healthy line of like that relationship is no longer um, not necessarily healthy, but like you're relying on each other, but it's not benefiting you to the fullest. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and I think um, me helping, you know, me learning what boundaries are and me, what it means to have healthy relationships with my family, then in turn, you know, encourage my family to seek those same you know, or similar boundaries and healthy relationships with each other so we all can grow because nobody wants to grow and leave their family behind if you're really, if you love and, you know, care for your family, you know? So I feel like um, we've grown, I've grown in that sense of like, I feel like now I have a healthier relationship with my family and not necessarily like, you know, uh, just like little, like just little things, like that you just feel like, okay, is this is this something move me forward, or is this just like something that we just do? And sometimes we just get in the routine of doing what we've always done. You know, like you mentioned, like you know, someone calling you and talking to you in a way that you don't want to hear anymore. It just yeah. becomes pain anymore. Some at some point until you say, nope, I'm not doing it anymore, and you do draw that line that boundary in the sand and say okay if you want to do that you got to stay over there but on this side of this line we don't do that here and I think um that has what that's what has helped me to like create healthy relationships not just you know with my family you know with with my husband because you know you want to give to your husband you want to you know you want to bend over backwards you want to make him be like yeah like I need her in my life but that's 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 compromising the that's compromising the boundary I have on my energy and my personal space if I'm bending over backwards when I don't have it to give. You know what I'm saying? And Viola Davis made a good comment. She was doing an interview. Well, I don't know if she was getting a reward or something, but she was with her husband Julius, and she was like, "No, no, that wasn't her. It was it was Michelle Obama. Michelle oh, Obama." Okay, I love her. <laughs> Perking up. It's Miss. It's Miss. But I love person. both of them though too. I love both of them. Okay. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but it was like you know her relationship with um with Barack Obama has changed so much, and you know at the five year mark, the ten year mark, she may have felt like she was given seventy percent, and her husband was only given thirty percent. So I like with the understanding that like that that shift and that responsibility is going to change, but mm-hmm. understanding like. I need to like um, care for myself first before I can give to others has really been like the biggest focal point for me and in me protecting my boundaries and me understanding what is something I can compromise about and something I can't, you know, um, like changes in like our schedules. Okay, well, I work later mm-hmm. compromising, you know, if you work even later than me, then the compromise is I don't want to cook, but we got to eat. So I cook. Now the you know the schedule might have changed. So my husband does the cooking. You know what I'm saying? And being a with like shifting and understanding like, okay, I'm gonna sacrifice my time after work, even though I don't want to, but I'm gonna do it greater good. I'm <laughs> not just like just to be doing and bending over backwards for that. So I guess what I'm saying is like, um, 
um I guess what I'm saying is like being understanding being being like self-aware of like um when you are putting up boundaries and when you are compromising and just like just being aware and to know like checking in with yourself and knowing like what do I have to give if you don't got it to give then don't give it that's all mm-hmm. and the more and more work you do on yourself, the more aware you are on yourself, the better you are able to uh, decipher compromise, make those requests and set boundaries in your life. Uh, because people will do what they want to do and say what they want to say um, if you don't have self-awareness about yourself. And so taking care of, when you talk about taking care of yourself first, um, putting yourself first so that you can show up as the best person with boundaries and uh, having all these skills to compromise and being able to decipher when, you know, when and who and how to, to set that in place for yourself is so super important because there are women right now that I know who, if I pick up the phone and ask them like randomly, what are your boundaries? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but if I asked them, they'd be, they, they would not know, like, they just would not have an idea. They don't know how to communicate that because if you don't know how to communicate that out to um, people that you are close with or you connect with your family, your significant other, people will do what they want and say what they want to you, okay? And you could find yourself in a deep, dark hole. Um, I've been in relationships where I know, I didn't know what I valued. I didn't have any boundaries or I wasn't able to communicate my boundaries. I was afraid to say what I wanted to say in terms of what I didn't like and what I didn't like, uh, what I did like and I didn't like. And looking back on my relationships now, I can be like, I would have never spent like three, four five years or three or four years in a relationship because my boundaries are totally being violated. You know what I mean? But now that I'm more self-aware and I've done a little bit of work on myself, um, it's so much more important. And my blinders are off, right? And my picker, have you ever said, have you ever heard of somebody say that <laughs> my picker's yeah. been off? <laughs> my picker's a little sharp. It's a little more sharp now, right? And my blinders are off because when I can imagine, remember myself being in moments where I was being, um, 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 I, I wasn't being, uh, I was making requests and I wasn't setting the actual boundary or holding people accountable to the boundary. I can remember when I was making these requests, right? And that can be anything from work to relationships, making all these requests, but never really holding to and setting those boundaries because I hadn't been um, in a position where I was able to, not able to, I hadn't been willing to work on myself, right? I hadn't, uh, gathered enough information, you know, sometimes you just need to gather information or hear things differently. And then you start to change, right? You, you start to like, oh, okay, well, I need to do therapy. Oh, okay. Well, I need to like lose weight. I need to start thinking highly of myself, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's really, really weird that the people even would think that they have boundaries. They would think in their head, like, oh yeah, I have boundaries, but they can't really verbalize what those boundaries are. You know what I mean? Like, they could, and the, the funny thing is people will lie to other people all day and they mm-hmm. will also lie to themselves. Like you, like you may think that you have these boundaries and you know exactly what you, you're going to, how you respond in moments, but in actuality, you don't, in actuality, you do not like, what are your core values? What are your boundaries? You don't even know that. Right. But you, and then we, we lie to ourselves so much. And I don't care, like people like lie to me all day, but don't lie to yourself. Be truthful to yourself and be able to do the work that you need to do so that you can clearly communicate to other people 
um, what you need from them and what you're not going to allow. And so it's just, it's really um, been eye-opening that people um, in this everyday life, people that we talk to all the time, don't know what their boundaries are. And I'm going to tell you this, there are people that I know that are 60, 70, and 80 years old, and they still are unable to communicate what their boundaries are. And they've been living a life for 30, 40, 50 or so years of turmoil and believing that this is all I get. Believing that this is all I get. Yeah. This is all I get. I'm good enough for only this. I'm good enough for only this relationship. I'm good enough for only this job. I'm good enough for only you know, um, just having this much money. In actuality, they haven't been put in a position or exposed to or able to do the work that they needed to do so that they're able to uh, compromise effectively, right? I'm doing quotation marks or, or, or set those boundaries, right? And it's just, it's mind blowing to me. So let me ask you this. Do you know people who are 50, 60, 70 years old, however, that are still stuck in this, uh, you can you can just see that they haven't been able to set boundaries for themselves. Yeah. Um, as far as like in my personal life, not as much as I see, like, of course, at work where I get people that come in and, you know, they're still talking about their 60. Sometimes I have to go and like look at the age, like, oh my God, this woman is like 57, she's 62, she's 73, and she's talking about, you know or she's like 40 or 50 and she's talking about like being still being hurt by something her parents said to her like even still to this day or feeling overwhelmed with the expectation that people was putting on her or or him or them I'm gonna just say them and because it's a real thing or even growing up and realizing like getting to the point that that you that you're like okay I haven't had no boundaries and now I'll, I've been feeling overwhelmed because everyone keeps throwing things at me. And I think that's, that's a good use of boundaries. If you are able to like set up things that, that can help manage the expectations that you're giving out and that you're receiving in like, um, so yeah, as far as knowing people, a lot of people, only people that I work with or that come across like my line, if, if like they need support or help or anything. But I think that's why we're having this conversation today so that we don't get to that point where we're 60 and 70 and we're like, like what, what is happening? You know, I have no control because, but that's what, that's something that boundaries allow you to do. It allow you to have a sense of control, like quotation mark sense, because we know like, you know, what, how much control do you really have in life but it does give you the chance to put you know have a sense of control on like expectations or people expecting things from you as far as your energy or your time or you know your talents or you know just information that you have to give and I think um the good thing is to to know like for yourself what is the point where you're getting overwhelmed you know and now mm-hmm. I, I was thinking I was like when you were talking yeah. like um you know some people don't recognize that they have a or don't recognize the boundary until somebody crosses it and I'm like oh okay something should have been here to stop you from getting to this point you know what I'm you know what I'm saying so like somebody crosses you and then you're like oh, how you get here but they've been creeping up 
for a minute now, you know, they've been testing, they've been throwing mm-hmm. things been testing boundaries they've been testing you know how close you're going to let them in how much you're going to give how how close are you going to allow them to come into you onto your space and I think that self-awareness is what's important like if you say you don't know what boundaries are say you don't know you have any start with start with looking into yourself and looking into like okay who am I what's important to me do they need or are they good on their own? If they if they're good on their own, okay, go to the go to the next thing. What what am I trying to get out of life? And do that need protecting? Do if I talk about it and people give me feedback, am I not comfortable with the feedback? Then maybe it needs a boundary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but you know me, I'm always rambling. I'm so sorry. No, this is good. No, 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 this is good. <laughs> I think it definitely starts with like self-awareness because you don't want to get to the to the ripe age of 60 and 70 and you're kind of like why all these people are expecting things from me and also people are also unwilling to do the work that they need to need to do in order to be clear on their boundaries in order to um, when they're faced with what they now understand as a boundary, because somebody's been testing them and pushing their buttons, and they're like, "Okay, now you don't push it to the limit, right?" And they are unwilling to do the work. They are unwilling. Mm-hmm. I know this for a fact. I know that they are unwilling to do the work. And and you know, and I guess we can say that, right? But like, let's just say you have a conversation or you hear some information at 27, okay? You hear the same information from a different person, different source at 33, the same exact information. Have you ever like listened to the same message and then you get into, I don't know, let's just say church. You go to church one Sunday, you're like, okay, pastor was preaching, but he's been preaching about the same stories in the Bible for 10 years. But on this particular Sunday, in this particular situation, um, in this particular instance that I'm going through, it's more clear now. I can better understand what he's talking about and how it relates to my life, right? But I've been in these instances for three, four other different times. I've heard the same message three, four other different times. But now that I'm in a space, now that I am um, in a space where I can listen a little bit differently, where I can understand a little bit more co- clearly, where I've been willing, but where I've been willing to accept the truth in this moment, now I'm I'm willing, right? I hadn't been willing these all these other times, right? 18 years old, hadn't been willing to listen to my mom. 21, hadn't been li- willing to listen to my mom. Now that I'm 30-ish, y'all, <laughs> because I'm in a different place, I've experienced things differently. I am now willing. Sometimes, sometimes we aren't willing and we have to be truthful about that. Sometimes we we are not willing to do the work that we need to do in order to be able to grow and to learn what these things are, set boundaries and compromise, right? Because I'll tell you this, I hear, I can hear the same stories from people over and over again, year after year. And I'm like, what have you been willing to do? Like, what have you been willing to do about it? Like, why are you stuck in the same moment in the same scenario in the same situations? What have you been willing to do to change this? You've already told me that you do not like it, that this is unacceptable, that you're not going to be tolerating this anymore what have you been willing to do to to make sure that um that this doesn't happen make sure that your boundaries are clear you just haven't been willing Mm. what are your thoughts on that I think that's an interesting way to look at it and (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) I mean 
it, I think it's the honest truth that some people are not willing, you know? And I do think um, there's definitely different groups of people who, who, um, who continue to experience like the same thing or still be stuck in the same situation for long periods of times. And I think some are not willing, some are not ready, some are not capable, and some just don't know, you know? So I do think, you know, it is different layers to like where you are, but it comes with self-awareness. Like, where are you? Just like, um, like uh, I wanna, I wanna relate this to like um, addiction. Like you go into um, rehab and you're constantly checking in on where you are in the recovery stage because mm-hmm. you have to be honest with yourself that mm-hmm. okay, I'm still contemplating change. I know I need to make the change. I know the benefits that can happen if I'm, but I'm not ready or I'm not willing, you know. And then there's some people who are just like, yeah, I know, but I'm not even. I'm not even there yet to even recognize like that I even have a problem. So like mm-hmm. there's just different layers and different steps and different ways to like um, acknowledge like where you are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I just, I think we're constantly like digging at like why people don't have boundaries and why people, you know, allow, you know, requests to be made for people who don't even have the right to be making the request. You know, I guess that's the reason why I haven't hit on requests, really, because uh-huh. I'm just thinking, like, do I make a lot of requests in my life? I don't know if I may, if I do or not. But um, yeah, but look at the definition, honey. We're about to find yeah, out. <laughs> I wrote down asking. Yeah. Um, mentioned but it's and it's really I think I just threw that definition there because of a conversation that I had with my friend but it's really like it's really setting the boundary and it really doesn't become a boundary until you have to actually act on it or hold somebody accountable to that you know that request is just uh setting in the moment of setting this boundary so um yeah just like it, it it's you set the boundary. You have a boundary. You've been clear in your relationship about this boundary, whether it's with your husband or your, you know, whoever that is, your sister, da, da, you've been clear about this boundary. I'm going to tell you one thing I do not like. Okay. It is a, it is a boundary for me, girl. I was on the phone talking to somebody and they hung up on me. I almost flipped. I said, wait a minute. I said, don't nobody hang up the phone on me. Okay. That for me, that is what, I mean, it's a minor thing, but it's just the first thing that came to my mind that got me ticked off because I was like, absolutely not. I picked that phone right back up and was like, deep, deep, deep. And I was like, hello. I was like, did you just hang up on me? Because I, I was like, that's not acceptable. Like, absolutely not. Like, no, no, you don't have to hang up on me. Let me and ask gonna... is, was that a boundary or was that your ego? No. It's a boundary? But uh-huh. I just... I just, I, I do not like that. Go oh, ahead. But you can't control if somebody hangs up on you or not. But that's the thing though. I can't control what other people do, but I can set a boundary for me in that regards, right? So my boundary could be, um, it, I, I don't know. Like I can't control what people are doing. Like whatever my boundary is, I can't control that they're doing. They're, I can't control that they are tipping tiptoeing all around my boundary and they don't press the button right I can't control that whatever it can be the act of something it could be what they said the words that they are saying to me 
I, mm-hmm. in actuality, I can't really control that, right? I've set the boundary and I say, okay, we're not going to do any name calling in this relationship, right? Like we just don't do that. You know what I mean? Like that's just a boundary that you start name calling. That's it. Some people in a relationship, they all like be this, that, that. No, no, no. That, that, no, I can't control that the person's actually saying that, you know what I mean? And so once they say it, if it's a boundary for me and I'm like, I told you that we're not going to do that. And now you're doing it. I'm, you know, and then we're going to have to take the uh, necessary steps (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. you know, do what I said I was going to do when I set that boundary in place. So the act of somebody like, Literally, I'm, we in mid conversation and you hang up, baby. You be, I, you better answer this phone because I'm calling you <laughs> right back because you did an act that stepped on the toes of my boundary and I don't like it. Girl, it's a pet peeve for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's. I guess you know what. It might. Mm-hmm. May, I didn't okay. mean. To, I didn't mean to say like you really? can't call them doing that, but I guess the part that like uh, you're making me laugh, girl. That you call back to let them know. They're like, hey, you crossed the line, but did, I don't know. To me, yeah. that's more like like a request because if you hang up on me, my boundaries that you don't do it. So I'm not going to allow you to engage in my space and my time and my energy to do it again. So therefore, I'm not going to call you back and tell you not to do it. I'm going to show you. But then again, that's the difference. Some people are more verbal. I don't feel you know, I'm not going to call you back and be like, oh, I didn't like, you know, I'm not like, don't hang up on me again or whatever the case be. They got you, a phone call back. You know, don't, don't be calling me no B. I, I'm going to protect my energy and you're going to call me a B, but you're not going to say it to my face. So I'm not going to allow you. So I guess I think about boundaries, like what can I, what like to turn it back on me? Because mm. that's, that's in my control. Mm. You know, and so yeah. I feel like you like sometimes we give up our power or we like feed into our ego when we try and make sure that people know that they cross the boundary. Girl, like, I had to though. I had to I had to call them back. I said hello. <laughs> no, I get it. But you know, that's speaking to myself too, because like, you know, sometimes you can be you can be petty and you can be like, okay, I'm gonna show you in a way that like I'm gonna make you feel like I didn't like that. You know, it's more so petty or you know, feeling like you know that like you have to pay somebody back, like you have to give them a consequence or something. Like they're not your they're not your kids, so you don't have to like reprimand them or you don't have to like give them a punishment because they crossed your boundary. It's for you to adjust to protect yourself. So if you know that like it's something that makes you upset, then you don't allow it to happen again by like they try and call you next time. You know, like either you don't have the time or you know, you change the way you talk to them or you only by text or, you know, only on social media because then they can't hang up on you. So I guess I think about it that way. Like by just putting the the control, the sense of control back on you because, you know, you call them back and I'm like, girl, I ain't trying to hear that and hang up again. Then what? <laughs> it's going to make you even more mad. Then you're like, let me Girl, I'm, I'm about to show up at your house because no, ma'am, you're not about to keep hanging up on me. <laughs> But here's my thing though, when Mm -hmm. we have to, when we're talking about adjusting, like whatever this boundary is, somebody cross it. And then you like, okay, well, I actually need to step back. I need to adjust. I need to step away from the situation. I need to protect my energy, but just by you adjusting, or we adjusting, making that adjustment because somebody crossed the boundary, Mm -hmm. it could automatically have a 
it can automatically punish the other person. You know what I mean? Like you don't even have to consequences, not not worst consequences. I'm not gonna make a consequence for you by 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 like uh you know like Hmm. or like you know natural consequences. Next time you don't have access to the to the to my energy. Next time Mm -hmm. you don't you don't get the same amount of time on the phone with me. A natural consequence is that I adjust so I protect myself. You know, mm-hmm. like their natural consequence, just like, like if, you know, you know, your child, like, yeah, mom, I'm doing my homework and he and they're playing the game, you know, yes, you know, we protect our kids to a certain extent. You encourage them yeah. to do your homework. You set in a place, you set them in a place where maybe they can't play their game while they're doing their homework. But the natural consequence is that if he falls asleep without getting his homework done, where you allow him to do so, then he doesn't get a good grade on his homework. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or, you know, but that's just it's like so it's a consequence to you somebody uh you protecting yourself because somebody um uh broke your boundaries or crossed the line on your boundaries so it's a consequence to them the action that they had done and now you're you're taking an action to now they get the consequences of the action that you're taking to step back to you know, whatever that, to adjust, to limit conversation or limit communication. It's a consequence to what they're doing. Um, that's a good, that's really good. That's a good perspective in that regard. Um, I think boundaries are just really, really important. And I, I do, I, I do know that people lack, um, people, um, they just, uh, lack the education behind that because I wasn't educated about boundaries. Like, you know, it just wasn't like a huge topic topic of discussion. Like it wasn't. It, so my mom, my parents taught us a lot. Like, don't let people do this, da da da. But it wasn't explained to me in terms of boundaries, right? Um, but I'll tell you this: people will go through enough experiences to where they will start to learn. Like, oh, I need to set a boundary. But they have, they have, they would have gone through a number of different things to be able to create that boundary which is yeah. insane. They've like, I've gone through a lot, you know what I'm saying? But now I know because they've like to either they're working themselves or they've experienced a lot that they're not like, okay, I've done put been put through the ringer. I've been like homeless, kicked out, you know, divorced twice. They've gone through so many different things that experience would teach you how to set boundaries, which is insane because you have this whole story of your life and how you had to go this, that, and up, down, left, right. And no, you know, just crazy, insane instances that happen which now is experience for you to be able to learn how to set your boundaries. And that's life lessons is definitely a teacher of like to helping you set your boundaries, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't like my kid. I don't want her to have to go through all these crazy experiences and this insane, crazy experiences and for her to actually learn how to set a boundary. I want to be able to like, you know, have her learn through different things and, you know, she's going to mess up and do things that are, cra- but I don't want to have this life of turmoil to be like, okay, now I'm 48 and now I'm setting boundaries for myself. Right. Cause I don't want ha- her to have to go through that. So it's, it's really good that I am, um, learning how to do that. Right. I am at the point where I'm like, all right, <laughs> you done hung up on me. So now I'm going to have to, <laughs> um, but I'm going to pronounce good, but I'm in a position where I am like, okay, I know how to set boundaries. I know what this looks like. And hopefully I'd be able to teach my daughter enough so that she'd be able to, you know, she, she pick it up quicker. Right. She's going to like, she's going to be in a position where she ain't going to listen to me. And I'm like, listen, my mom told me the same thing. And I listen, and you are very listening to me either. Now watch this. Watch what's about to happen. 
but hopefully it would be less upon her. And she has the tools and resources more quickly, more available um, because her mom had been doing some work on herself. So um, right. it's, it's crazy. It's very much insane. I think boundaries are super, super important. How do you think that you will um, uh, uh, teach your future kids, mm-hmm. right? Your future yeah. babies. Like, how, how do you think you, you know, if you are a parent right now, how would you, you know, teach your kids how to set boundaries? Like, what, what is that? How does that, yeah. what does that mean to you in that regard? I know for me, like, this is something that my husband and I talk about a lot because, you know, like, um, like we watch, we watch movies and he, you know, with that, you know, with just things happening. And we just, we always like go on tangents in movies about movies like things that happen like you know like sexual assault or you know like we talk about like like how do you prevent this or like what happens if this Mm -hmm. we're always talking about like how we're gonna be rearing our children like this so um I think I will always teach because it's just who I am by modeling and mirroring what what healthy boundaries look like and and hopefully if my kids don't think that okay mommy may not I don't like the boundaries she has maybe it will look different for me but I want them to know like hey you can have them you know and I and they go on to to make it up to look however they need to make it up for their lives so I just like you say that you want to be able to teach your children that you're you know your daughter that and really model that for her and I think that's going to be the best way for me to teach because I know I mirror that I mirror that in my relationships like you know like if I'm calling someone and to talk about something that may be heavy on my mind I say hey do you have space for me I yeah. need to something that's modeling because I in turn want you to give the same respect to me mm-hmm. and I want you to check in with me before you you lay it on me because you know, we all, everybody's going through something. So I just want to um, make sure that my children, my future children know that like to for one, love themselves and have expectations for themselves before they go projecting it on others. Cause then I think, um, you know, we can go back to my, my therapist always say, we learned everything we really needed to know in kindergarten like how to treat people sharing and you know like those little yeah those little building blocks of like character building I I want my kids not to forget that like hey that stuff was important because when she said it to me I was kind of like kindergarten you know right. it's like those just like just simply understanding that people are going through things they may not know, but I need to know so I can protect myself from people who don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, like you, I don't know if you were, my mom always told me growing up, like, I'm not concerned about you, you're driving, I'm concerned about everybody else. So yeah. in that case, you have to, you have to be a good driver. You have to make sure you're a good driver and that your car is safe. And, you know, in speaking about in terms of yourself, make sure that, you know, you're taking care of your mental health and you're taking care of like you're checking in with yourself on how much you can handle because everybody else you don't know you don't know how they're handling it so you have to make sure you have a level a sense of self that's going to allow you to navigate and interact and with other people you know so I just want them to 
I guess start with that foundation and then go on to like be able to kind of adjust growing up you know as they grow and they have different experiences I want them to have that as a founding factor yeah Yeah. as you were talking you were saying like modeling or you know someone Mm -hmm. said more is caught than taught someone Mm -hmm. said that has been standing for a long time and it's so it's it's absolutely true because a lot of the a lot of the things right just naturally a lot of the things that I learned was taught from my family versus like teaching me right my mom we always like say like she likes to give lectures and I I appreciate those lectures way more now than I've ever appreciated them but Mm -hmm. we can kind of recite some of the like like oh I know my I know and I'm gonna like miss it like whenever you know whenever it's it's my mom's time Laura I'm not ready for that now but um all these lectures she's talk us to death this that and third don't do this and when people treat you like that you know that I mean just these huge long lectures and then there I've heard the same lecture like 10 12 times probably more than that probably 20 times at this point but what's most important and what I realized is that more is caught than it's actually taught so all the lectures are really good and I appreciate my mom for that but the things that I I saw and the things that my parents modeled and my parents did a really good job, right? Let me just say that now, like they did a really good job. And there was just some other things there, right? Some other things that maybe hadn't, they hadn't done that good, right? And I, I'm I'm realizing that now I have a one-year-old. I'm like, well, dang, I done messed that whole first year up. <laughs> Let me see if I can get the next couple of years right, right? But it's a challenge, right? Nobody gives you a manual, blah, blah, blah. But I've caught a lot of things, good and bad. I've caught a lot of things versus them sitting down and teaching me some things, right? I've caught, I've caught way more stuff than actually being taught. And it's in one of the things is the way in which my mom modeled who she is. Like it, it's, I've watched my mom go through some amazing things, like I've watched it. I've seen it with my own eyes. She, my mom's always made sure we had what we needed to have. And I've watched her work hard to get it and do it, right? There's tons of stories I can mention. And I just love that about her because she found a way, made a way through through everything that's been happening through, through her life. Um, but it was caught. It was caught because I watched her. Like I literally watched her. I, I stood side by side with her in moments and things that happened. I, I caught it. You know, it wasn't necessarily like in a textbook or it wasn't necessarily like a lesson or it wasn't necessarily embedded in one of my mom's lectures. It was just caught. So modeling it is perfect when you said that. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because your kids are going to be watching you and your husband like a hawk. <laughs> and I see it now because I have a freaking one-year-old. And I'm like, dude, where did you learn that from? One thing that um that she, she always say, she started saying, it's like her first word, her first phrase. She started saying, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. But where did you learn that from? Girl, it took me like six months to realize it was me because mm-hmm. like if she would like tumble over or like something will fall, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's get that, uh-oh. And she started saying that. And my crazy self, like, girl, who taught you that? Right. She taught it from me. I didn't like sit, sit down and do a lesson with her. She caught it from me. And so yeah. I do love the fact that you said modeling. That was mm-hmm. really, really yeah. Really kids, cool. kids are like, um, like little tape recorders, right? <laughs> like they were okay. good, the bad, the ugly, and um, 
I got a little cute story about my about my mm-hmm. godbaby. But um, so um, uh, my my godson, he's he's two, and he has a little sister, and um, she she just she turned one in July. And when I tell you, like my uh, their mom, she, uh, she works uh, like in healthcare, and she's done childcare, whatever. So she's like very like she know how to talk to the kids okay <laughs> like like when she's like correcting she's like so I think they got like the not nice from her and I feel like my godson started saying it but now the little one-year-old she'd be like not nice not nice <laughs> like, she knows when to say it she knows she knows what she is doing okay so like those little those little things like you know it's set your boundaries because she don't like it she will let you know where her little where her little fat finger too like up in the air not nice not nice because oh, yeah. funny towards me i'm talking on the phone she's like not nice <laughs> you're right you better teach people how to talk to you you don't like that tell them so just right. like, and i hope that i'm able to like model you know those good behaviors and they're like super polite and their mom is you know super nice too so like I just hope that when I do have children that I have learned and I have matured and I have, you know, become the person that if my kids became just like me, that I'm going to be proud to. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. That's really, really good. That's real. And that's girl. Yeah. I need to get my life together because that's, that's a part of my, my mom guilt, right? I'm, I'm working through it. I'm way better because a little while ago I was like ah my whole world is upside down because I'm the worst <laughs> like yeah. girl calm down okay <laughs> your opinions our our thoughts are made of so many opinions the good thing is it the, our opinions can be ran and created from our faith or our fears you can choose so I'm sure you are doing an amazing job with your baby girl well, thank you. Thank you very much. And so I do have to often bring myself back to reality, like, girl, she yeah. is fine. <laughs> like, okay, she is perfect. Oh. It's, it just reminds me, like, my parents at some point was like, listen, we ain't going to parent teacher conference, girl, because you got straight A's. Like, what? I mean, we're not going. So it, I feel the same way. Like, when I take my daughter to the doctor, thank God nothing's happened, crossing fingers, da 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 everything is like she you know, she's fine like why are you freaking out like she's nothing's wrong with your baby she looks beautiful she's great like breathe you got this you know I'm like why am I tripping you know so yeah so that's just funny how I'm like bringing myself back down to reality that you're doing fine <laughs> she's one you got a lot more time to make mistakes if you need to so um yeah it's just a it's a right and like you said I think parenthood is like one of the things like are you ever really ready? Are you ever like so perfect that like God is just gonna, you know, give me this baby because he does want you to be just like, you know, because he wants to make want you to make a mini me of you, you know. But you know, it's, <laughs> God was I, like, Yeah, you perfect. You right. This is right where I need you to be. Now you're about to have a baby, this perfect being. And I'm like, I'm sitting here smiling, like, yeah, make me pregnant. Hey perfect girl I was like what wait a minute what's happening oh lord help me please abort abort (laughs) abort mission love trust next year because I ain't ready you know that's so so funny funny. (laughs) as much as I say I am so ready and whatever I you know I pray that I'm ready 
you know, because we really know, like, yes, I can babysit, I can love all the people, kids, but they go back home, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, they go, they mommies come and get them, <laughs> and it'd be the end of the story, so, yeah. but, but I think that's about self-awareness, too, like, just knowing that I accept my flaws, because I'm not always perfect, but I yeah. hope that I'm good enough. No, you yes, right? Yeah, you're more than enough and literally just jump. And at, at some point you're not really gonna have a choice because you can't just be like, Well, this four months of pregnancy was great. I'm just gonna dip out. I'm just, you know. You know? Uh, that, I, know that's I, how- I know I prayed and I begged and cried <laughs> and I, God, if you don't give me nothing else, this is all I want. <laughs> don't give me nothing else. And the dog, honey, be eating up everything. Then you got to be like, oh, I got to push the baby out. Oh, my God. You know, so it's just so many different things. But it's such a blessing. It's great. Everybody should do it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, don't let me discourage y'all. But it's great. It gives all the feels, all the feels. Yeah, all the feels. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, wow. This has been great. Great, Quandra. I appreciate you for doing another podcast with me. Um, talking about boundary, boundaries, compromise, and I guess requests. We kind of just dismantled that whole theory. But <laughs> um, I appreciate you guys for listening to us. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Thank you for stopping by to the She Wins Big podcast. So excited to have you. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at She Wins Big. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating. See you next time.